Blog Talk Radio. Ravinda with MZN Indie Radio. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us on another Tuesday of fun and new music. We have a great guest on today, and we have another guest following that one. So we're doing double duty tonight, so don't even leave after the next hour. We're going to have so much fun. Now, I just want to briefly tell everybody that we are currently on a two-day week schedule. So if you're looking for us any other time, we're only going to be available on Tuesdays and Friday nights. However, you can always find me at UMG Broadcast Network. So you go to www.umgbroadcastnetwork.com. That's my other radio home. And I'm usually there on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, at uh, 6 to 9 p.m. and Friday nights, midnight to 3, doing a uh, midnight jam. So if you're missing me on the other days from Blog Talk, you can go check me out there. Just go to the website and the radio comes on automatically. And of course, support my other co-hosts and check them out as well. Uh, we've been doing a lot of uh, researching and getting some new artists um, lately because there's so many things going on and so many people to check out, and um, 
not to mention my um, my first guest, who is Dana Victoria, a.k.a. Bebe. She's an American recording artist and songwriter who, at age 14, started rapping and singing at the Allied Forces Entertainment, uh, which is a diverse recording studio on the East Coast known for breaking boundaries in the hip-hop genre. And so now today, at the, the little young age of 24, oh my God, I remember when I was 24, she works with the hottest rappers and engineers and producers in the hip-hop industry, and we're going to find out just who. She has a new debut album called Eclectic Method, which is uh, going to be released this summer. A lot of stuff, I told you, a lot of stuff happening this summer. We can't wait to hear some music from there, and she's going to tell us about herself. So please, everybody, welcome Bebe. Bebe, are you there? Bebe, are I'm you here. there? Hey. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Welcome All to right, the show. All right, perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> so as long as you can hear us, too, because sometimes we have little technical issues over here since this is the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. So tell us more about yourself. I just went briefly over some information that I found on you. So tell us about you and um, how you got into the music business. I think you summed me up pretty well right there. But um, I uh, I started very young. I started writing poetry very young, um, around eight. Um, eventually, um, I worked my way into hip-hop, and uh, from there I got intertwined at a music studio called Allied Forces Entertainment, where I was able to grow as an artist and a songwriter and really um, become become a true, true artist. And um, from there, you know, I, uh, I branched out. I, I worked with a couple of different artists, and um, now I'm working on my solo project uh, called Eclectic Method. That's slated for release this summer, and um, I'm very, very excited about it. Wow. So now what what made you choose hip hop? You know, what kind of inspiration led you into the path for hip hop? I think there's a thin line between poetry and hip hop. Um and I think that's really what took it there for me. Uh, you know, my family's very eclectic. We listen to so many different types of music. So I was really brought up on such a versatile group of music and musicians. Um for hip hop to be my choice was actually odd, but um it just works so well, you know. I put a beat behind some of my poetry, and uh, magic was made, and it kind of just continued from there. Well, that sounds incredible. I mean, um, your creativity matched up with some 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 great sounds. That had to be really hot um, when you first started. Did you have anybody helping you with production? I mean, I have a bunch of people helping me with production. I worked with numerous producers. Um, as a child to now, I've worked with hundreds of producers. Um, who all have different styles, and I love I love every single one of them. Um, so they, they play a big part. I don't do production as much myself, so the producers play a big part in the masterpieces that I create. Wow. Now, um, why don't you give us um, an idea of some of the people that you're working with? You know, I mean, if you've done any collaborations or, or anything else. I, uh, I just uh, put a new song called One Life to Live, um, out on iTunes, I actually did that with, I'm also in a group, besides being a solo artist, um, I'm in a group called 2MC uh, with my partner, Reese, and uh, we're working on two projects at the moment. Um, but um, we put One Life to Live out, uh, which is going to be on the album called uh, Ill Tandem, 
and uh, that's featuring Parlay Star. He uh, he's just putting an album out as well. He has uh, he's working with Chris Brown and Tiger from Young Money and stuff like that. So he's doing some big things as well. Wow, that's great. Now, are, are you at any time finding a challenge, and you know, just getting to the right people and the right projects when you want to? Because I know some other artists that are having a really difficult time. Is it that challenging for you? Um, I mean, it's always a challenge. The industry is always a challenge. Um, it's not an easy thing to break into. But uh, you know, I I meet different people. I network. Um, I reach out, and at the end of the day, I I find the people that. Uh, not only I can work with, but I want to work with. So it all it all works out. Well, that's awesome. Now, um, have you done any other musical projects besides this album of yours? This is going to be my first album that I'm releasing. I've worked on. I have so many, so many, so many old tracks that I um, that I never released. Eventually, I probably will get to releasing some of them. Uh, but this is my first solo project that I'm releasing. Awesome. Well, let me put on one of the tracks um, so I can let the audience listen in. And um, I want to also tell the audience, if you'd like to ask our guests a question, please feel free to give us a call at 347-237-5050. Also, our chat room is up, so if you want to pop in there and, and ask a question, you can do so. Um, I believe you have to join um, Blog Talk now, but as a listener, so you don't have to sign over your firstborn. So let me put on the track that... Uh, we were talking about um, One Life to Live, which is also the title to one of my favorite soap operas. So who knows? They might um, start trying to bring more young people into that show and put your song on as a theme. Who knows? I'ma do it big like a skyscraper below deliver us from sin Cause I got haters and I'm taking everything Blast on my opposition, murder anything Attacking reverses, living with a purpose Striving for perfect, go hard because it's worth it Got my team to one C, we blowing the fuck up Doubling my currency, building for ground up Gotta keep pushing Through hard times, maneuvering smooth as I go by Keeping it cool, do what I gotta do It's my life, I spit it in the booth, yo A nigga ain't surprising I'm half of the riches and the diamonds Ambitious like alignment Down in midtown or in the X, you can find me I'm on the go, always moving wildly I'm testing the rise and I'm going to get it Passion aside, exceeding any limit This is my life, homie, it's God-given It's all authentic, go real, start to finish I'm testing the rise and I'm going to get it Passion aside, exceeding any limit this is my life, homie, it's called giving One life to live I have one life to live And I fight to win When I write, it's a sin Battle me and your fiend And I don't think about it I just speak from within And if I'm still thinking about it Then I speak it again But life is just a battle We're being herded like cattle I'm jumping up on the saddle And going after my medal I'm better than all them other ladies Up in the game So I'm jumping on the stage And I'm claiming my fame Had nine lives like a cat But I ran through eight of them Now it's time to finally come correct I finally got respect They finally know my name Finally listening to everything that I'm saying I'm trying to make a change But damn you make it hard Only got one shot So I gotta hit my mark Ready or not, babe I'm ready when I saw Swinging heavy with my machete And lighting up the door I'm 
in the rise and I'm gonna get it Back in the side, exceeding any limit This is my life, homie, it's God-given It's all authentic, go real, start to finish I'm testing the rise and I'm gonna get it Back in the side, exceeding any limit This is my life, homie, it's God-given Drop top, clear, just big house. I done found out that I'd never be happy if my car don't go 160. With a model with my past, you see, don't blame me, cause I'm my outlaw in my city, rain free. Hollow tips on the fiddle, me, I can't see that cush weed and that Hennessy. Got me cloudy, keep money transitions to stay pounding. True religion, red monkey, Louis Vuitton belt, match my wallet and my luggage. I can't stop taking money, my appearance is impeccable. Jumping on foreign cars, they think I play for the subject, nah, ghetto star. Niggas hate so call me Scarface. Here I are, Mr. Paul laid the great, it's a star and all I got goons that'll goon ya, tools that'll move ya Bitches that'll soothe ya, they're for hit ya That's in the rise and I'm gonna get it Back in the side, exceeding any limit That's my life, homie, it's God-given It's all authentic, go real, start to finish That's in the rise and I'm gonna get it Back in the side, exceeding any limit That's my life, homie, it's God-given What life is out to radio stations or on the internet um, radio stations? We're going to be uh, we're gonna be doing a big push on that. At the moment, we're just trying to get all the tracks together and done so that we can come out heavy with this project. Cool. Well, just let me know where I can do the help because, um, you know, we have the <laughs> other radio station. Um, we can throw you in there. We, we also do BDS spins. Um, we're about to open up a new stream because uh, we've been incredibly lucky to have another additional 10 radio hosts who, you know, will be happy to interview you so you can get, like, ten more interviews. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so now how did you um, get the opportunity to, you know, to work with um, Parlay? Um, he actually, we were in the studio at the same time, and um, uh, we chatted it up. I was sitting in on his session. Uh, he was working on something off the album that he just released, and um we just started chatting it up, and he was like, "I want to jump on something with you." You know, he had um, he had heard some of my other stuff, and he was like, "I want to jump on something with you." Um, me and Reap had just finished recording. The reason why we were at the studio, we had just finished recording that song in its entirety, besides the third verse. And we were looking for something to do with the third verse. We didn't know if we wanted to put a bridge there, or or just have one of us do a verse or split it up. So it was perfect timing, and um, I was like, why don't you jump on this song? And he was like, I would love to. He heard it, and he wrote the, he wrote his verse right there and then in the studio, and we recorded it, and there it is. Wow. Yep. Talk about being in the right place at the right time. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> wow. So uh, let's let's just put it out in the universe that you're going to be in a whole lot of right places at a whole lot of right times. Let's put That's it out the plan. there. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> now you say you are you are a networking person. So now, what are, what areas or 
cities that have you networked in that, you know, that you think you might be really successful in? Because I know a few that some of the artists that I've talked to have been in, and they've been doing pretty good. Right now I'm mainly hitting up the tri-state simply because it's uh, the easiest to get to um, <laughs> physically. Um but uh, soon, I want to I branch out. I mean, the good thing about social networking is that you can really reach people that you maybe didn't have a chance to reach before. So I've been definitely utilizing that aspect as well as, um, you know, networking through peers or um, other artists that I've worked with in the past or that I'm working with now and just trying to you know, really make this project something special. Cool. Well, let me um, make sure I can refer you to some folks. Um, and I know Atlanta is pretty much popping right now. So yeah, I, I heard know. Atlanta is doing its thing right now. I've been hearing yes, some really are. good things about ATL right now, definitely. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm actually moving down there this summer. Um, you know, me and being a radio and, and Internet and stuff, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for even that type of um, entertainment. And, absolutely. and um, I met the producer who did, you know, you probably heard the song, and you know these guys, um, the Far East Movement. Uh Uh-huh. I know you know those guys. Well, I know the producer that did that song that's, like, hitting the top of the charts for club music and stuff, like the G6. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, what I'll do is I'll send um, some of your information over to him because he's always looking to, you know, branch out and work with other artists. He's worked with Drake, Usher, Brandy, um... I think he's doing something with Ludacris because he's in the lamp, um, and so is Luda. So <laughs> I'll send some some of your stuff over to him to see if he'd be interested in maybe doing a collab or something. So that way you can get your foot in the door in Atlanta because there's a lot of other people down there. But you know you can always start with another producer. So and he's Absolutely. a really cool guy too. So his name is um, Rick Atari. He's actually on Facebook okay. too. So you look him up. So anyway. All right, sounds good. Um, now, as far as, you know, branching out and, and doing what you do, um, what is it exactly that you want to see your music um, accomplish? Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a big question. I mean, I would like my music to be able to hit multi-generations and hit home. You know what I mean? I, you know, I like to write from my experience and from my my heart so i want i want the nation to feel it you know i want the nation to to feel it and respect it and love it the way that i feel and um that's the goal i mean it's it's a big goal but once you hear the songs you'll understand the the possibility and the probability of it um you know there's a lot of songs out there that uh, i mean there's there's a couple songs on my album one in particular called yellow brick road that's um, that's very, very special to me. You know, it's um, it's written, you know, about all my struggle and all my pain and um, and how I overcame it. And you know, it's one of those songs that that could really, you know, touch somebody who needs to be touched at that time. You know, somebody who's going through it, somebody who's struggling, um, and just make them see that there's a light at the end of that road. You know, and and if I can do something like that, then I feel like I've made it as an artist. Wow. That's very profound. Now, what what kind of uh, schedule do you have on, on a typical day? You know, as as an independent artist, cause I like you to to I like to you to express as as much perseverance and hard work that you put into what you do to those who are out there trying to you know work their way into the industry, so they can get an idea of what it's going to require from them. It's it's a lot of work. Um, 
being an upcoming artist, uh, you know, you get late nights in the studio. I'm talking 11 to 15 hours since in the studio where you're just, you know, recording or writing or brainstorming or just being creative in your music. And then, you know, when you're not doing that five days a week, you know, the other days, you're you're working on your website and you're working on your networking sites and you're you're working on writing and and all those other things. I mean, it's a constant um it's constant work, you know. You got to be a bit of a workaholic to really make it in this game, especially just breaking into it and, you know, I'm up for the task. You got to know what you're signing up for when you sign up. And um and by saying that I want to be uh, you know, the next big female hip-hop artist is saying that I'm willing to put in all that work that comes with it, you know, and I am. And it's a lot of work, and, uh, you know, anybody who's planning on becoming an artist, just uh, do your research before you get into it, because it's not as simple as everybody may think it is. It's definitely a lot of work, but if you love to do it, it's worth it. Absolutely. What you're saying is definitely so true. you got to do research, because there's a lot of um, important things you got to cover, like you know the legalities of it and exactly. contracts, and exactly. you know learning how to pick a manager and a publicist and an agent, and you know uh, the next producer that you work with, and 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 knowing how to market yourself and do your distribution things like that. I mean, just because you know how to get exactly. on the internet doesn't mean it's automatically going to just be there, you know. Exactly. So that's, that's exactly. what people need to learn. It's, it's it's not as easy as it seems, you know. Absolutely. Now, who in the, let's say, the top 40 of hip-hop artists um, are you pretty much listening to these days, you know, that you might have on your iPod or something? Um, <laughs> on my iPod right now, as far as the three albums that I actually just recently put on my iPod, um, uh, Eminem, uh, Bruno Mars and CeeLo Brown are the are the most recent three that I just put on my iPod, and um, I've been bumping them constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm um, you know, I like I like some of the songs that are out right now. Not all of them, not most of them, but um, I like I like some of the some of the songs that are out right now. There's some decent artists out right now, definitely. What do you think about the females that are in the industry now? Like, you know, what do you think? Who do you think has the most Longevity, as far as uh, um, longevity, mm-hmm. uh, I'll say Kim. Um, you know, only because Eve isn't really doing nothing right now, and uh, you know, Kim started before Eve. But as far as longevity, I mean, you know, Little Kim and Eve are the only females that you still hear from nowadays that I heard from back in like you know, nine, late nineties. You know what I mean? Um, that are still doing their thing. Yeah, they definitely are. And, you know, Eve evolved herself in being an actress. And I actually never watched her show, but it was on for a long time. It went into syndication. So she's living off some nice residuals. And yes, she um, I understand she, and she was an uh, executive producer at some point in her show, too. So now thinking about, you know, progressing into another level, do you think that you'll be able to get into something like television or acting, you know, or producing and directing? I mean, I don't know about pro- producing and directing. Um, as far as acting is concerned, um, I've been I've been noticing a lot recently that because uh, I'm working on my first music video and a lot of the music videos, you have to kind of learn how to be an actress, even if you're not the best. You know what I mean? You got to learn how to express um, your song you know, through your face and through your movement. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, after I do my first music video, I'll 
I'll have it down back. Um, I, I'm not saying that, you know, that's my goal is to, to merge into acting or anything like that, but if opportunities come up, I can't say that I won't, I won't take them, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you should definitely jump, jump on, on it, right? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, because um, as far as I know, the independent industry is is really making waves, making a lot of, um, you know, impressions in, in film and music because we have to work a little bit harder. We don't have the, the backing of those rich uh, studios and, and corporate executives, you know, to, to, to fund our projects. So we kind of depend on the people. And the people out there are the ones who are interested in, you know, the things that are coming up that are closer to real life than what we see in these 3D movies and these cartoons, you know, because I'm telling you, I'm not paying $10 to look at a cartoon. But I'm, I'm, it's like it's so many more stories out there that nobody really gets to see unless they get involved in independent culture. So now, especially for independent artists, what do you think is the thing that they can do the most to be made more aware of you know, their existence, you know, as far as promotion and getting the word out? What do you think should should be the thing they do? I mean, um, first, get the social networking sites up, obviously. That's probably the first thing you can do. It's the easiest thing that you can do. It's You can do it all that day within, like, a half hour at your computer. Second biggest thing, it might be even bigger than social networking, is shows. You got to get out there. You got to get yourself. You got to see your fans face to face. You got to go out there and try to try to reach the people through your shows. I think that's a huge way to get um, get noticed, and um, that's probably the best way to go about it. And I totally agree with you. And um, I also believe that for artists who end up having a nice little budget to work off with, sometimes you don't have to wait for somebody to book you on a show, you might want to just be the actual promoter yourself and create your own show and open for your own show because then you are in more control and you're going to make more money off of it so you can continue on doing it. And then, you you know, you get an artist that draws a crowd and it's pretty similar to what you're looking for, and then you can get yourself out there a lot easier. So it's always good to network like you said you were doing and finding the right people to invest in in what your project is. So that's just something that that I believe you should, everybody should think about doing. Now, do you do you have um, people who sponsor you or or you know provide you with any kind of support for your your music project? Um, the music video that we're doing is being sponsored um, by Sony Electronics, actually, which is which is huge, which is really really big. Um, so that's that's very exciting. For me, but that's the music video. Okay. Well, I mean, when they see the hit going to the video, you know, they're going to be interested in seeing a return on investment, maybe put some more into it, you know, to get you out there on a tour. Because a lot of times they they sponsor um, music events. Um, we actually yeah. trying to get them to sponsor our event, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, hopefully I could work my way, uh, you know, through the chain, go from Sony Electronics to Sony Music, and um, keep it moving from there, you know? Absolutely. Well, keep in mind is, you know, you, you can also get yourself one of those uh, festivals that are going on, and, you know. Um, there's one in Pennsylvania that's coming up in August. They don't have a lot of people booked yet, so... You can get your people to contact them. I'll send you the information. Um, okay. But you can. It's August the seventh through the fifteenth. Called the um, Music Fest. The Pennsylvania Music Fest is in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It's a couple hours from New York. 
Um, they do it every year, and they have, like, a few major groups, like rock bands and stuff, but they, they also have hip-hop. They had LL Cool J there last year. Um, we're trying to book artists with them ourselves. We were actually did one of the whole stage. That's <laughs> what you're thinking. But... Um, <laughs> Because they won't answer. They were like, these people ought to be crazy. They're our whole state. Who do they think they are? You know? I'm like, well, you don't know who we have in our corner. So just give it to dream us. Dream big, man. You got to dream big, man. Right. Go you know, home, right? Right. If, if you're going to talk that way, ask us who we are and what we know and who we know. So that's how I see it. So um, I actually have a, a festival that I'm working on that's actually in St. Lucia. And... We're going to be doing a big contest to where we're going to have independent artists. We're going to select a few. It's going to be similar to American Idol, but not like, you know, it's going to be people that are more established, like yourself. You know, like you've already been doing stuff. You've already collaborated with some, some named people. You you have a fan base. You pretty much had an idea of how to do this. So it'll be something like that for, for folks like you, where we select a group of people who are going to come and perform at one of our shows, like we're going to have a three-day festival in May around Memorial Day weekend. So I'm going to keep you on the list, definitely. All right. Um, it, just make sure you have your passport. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I don't want you to wait until the last minute, and then you can't come because you, you know, don't have a passport. So. <laughs> yeah, that would be a shame. That would be a shame. <laughs> that would suck. Then we had to do a video performance, like <laughs> We had to videotape you from America. Yeah, we'll do, a America. Skype. we'll do a Skype performance for you. Yeah, you know, and that's not a bad idea. I might even have to Skype the whole show anyway, you know. It is on pay-per-view because you never know out there in the islands or something. We need to back up, so. There you go, but it's there you go. going to be a real, really nice thing. Over 50 major and indie artists will be performing. It's going to be broadcast on the entire Internet, so um, that would be a great opportunity for you. So, And I'm, everybody that's going to be a guest on the show is going to be invited to participate so that they can come out there and do something. So um, awesome. maybe you get to open for a major artist. Who knows? That'd be great. That'd be good. <laughs> yes. So let me put on another track, um, and I want you to tell us about it. Um, we have uh, "What's Love." So I want, I'm going to play it first, and then I want you, to, you know, just give us an overview of that song, okay? Right? All right. Sounds good.
love, it's not a lie, don't waste your time Just keep it how it is, baby, this is no relationship Even Cupid will miss a wit that he missed By a long shot, knowing before you got involved You weren't getting it right Rewinding where we met, you in it for the sex You had a man and you played him, so what else can I expect? The seat, the shit, that it sneak But I see how you creep, you beat that it, huh? sample a little bit of that stuff, because that's like one of the classic songs out there. I love that song. It really is. And the other sample, the male sample on the hook is Biggie Small, so it's it's, it's a lot of good samples in there. I was actually approached um, by producer Drew Chap, and um, he had he had gave me this beat with an Alice in Chains sample on it. That beat actually has an Alice in Chains rock sample on it, and um, and a Biggie Small sample on it of, when, of him saying, what's love got to do with it? And um, I heard it, and as I was listening to it, all I can hear was Tina Turner singing in the background with it. And um, mm-hmm. so I told him to throw it on there, and I sat down with the beat for a couple of minutes and um, decided to let my single side come out, and uh, I wrote that verse, and from there that song was made. Wow. And what a great choice that was. That was a really great choice. I'm sure Miss Tina would be proud. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, tell me this. How is your fan base doing? Like, you know, how are, how are you growing a fan base? My fan base is definitely growing. Um, I mean, again, I bring it back to networking um, online a lot. You know, I, I reach out a lot. Um, a lot of uh, my friends reach out a lot. So from there, we just kind of create this chain which links uh to different states, places I've never even been where I have fans. Uh, that's a great feeling. 
Wow. Have Have you been uh, promoting your music um, on an international level yet? Uh, no, not on an international level. That is something that I, I hope to do. I actually do have listeners um, in the U.K., but that's strictly through them finding me on Facebook or Googling me, somehow finding me. Mm-hmm. I haven't been pushing it specifically overseas, but that is something that I definitely want to do. All right, well, I've got you covered for Japan. So don't All right, sounds that. good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, because um, one of my associates, her entire listening audience for her radio show is Japanese. And wow. all she plays is American hip hop, R&B, reggae, and gospel. And That's they big love over it. there, huh? Absolutely. I mean, if you go over there, you'd be like a megastar. And then you come back over here and you're like, who's it again? <laughs> Because I actually know somebody who is huge in um, Chile. I mean, like, he's from Camden, New Jersey, but he, he's huge in Chile. He's huge in Brazil. And then he comes, he only, like, throughout the school year, he's a teacher. So when school wow. is out, he goes overseas and he performs. And um, I was told recently he performed at a concert with an audience of 300,000 people. Oh, wow, that's great. Can you imagine the cheers and stuff, you know, for from we don't even have anything in the United States that holds 300,000 people at one time. Right. So can you imagine? And yeah, then you come great. over here and you're like, his class, his students don't even know that he does that. <laughs> I'm like, Mr. Marcus. <laughs> How come I got to ask? You know, <laughs> can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. My mom said I can't do this work. They don't even know he is like a rock star. You know, and no clue. Great, <laughs> so he got his double life going on there. So <laughs> that's Great. funny. So now, um, tell me about the people that you admire, as far as you know, artists that you'd like to collaborate with. You know, I know it's probably a lot of folks out there, but just name. Like, say, your top five. In the industry that I would like to collaborate with, um, I would say Mary J. Blige. I would say Eminem. Um, That's a big question right there. Um, The greats. I would want to collaborate with people that I've been looking up to forever. If I could get on a song with Lauryn Hill, I think I might might faint. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, that's that, those are the type of people that I want to do songs with, people that inspired me as a child to do what I do. Well, you know what? I need to put a poll up on my site because everybody mentions Mary J. Everybody mentions Eminem. And then very few mention Jay-Z. Yeah, I was realistic. Jay-Z, but I didn't, yeah. <laughs> Being realistic, yeah. What, what, what lifetime are you talking about? You know, like, uh, you talk about, like, after the year three thousand, he's got like his clone producing yeah, music. Exactly. So, so I, I want to be featured on the Blueprint Twenty Five. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to being on that one. Yes, <laughs> you're gonna have to make your own virtual Jay Z <laughs> <laughs> and your virtual Beyonce for background vocals. <laughs> I mean, some people are just untouchable. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know we can't even get an interview with them. And, I guess I'd have to just like call him out on something in order for him to come in and say, "Look, 
that's not true. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. I had to come all the way to your little show to do this, right? <laughs> Unless I just had to meet somebody that, like, got something on him or changed his diaper when he was an infant, you know, whatever. So, yep, yep, that's how you have to do it, yep. I go deep undercover, so. Exactly. <laughs> now, have you ever met any of the artists that, you know, that you you know, not not necessarily ones you mentioned, but any other artists like in person and just like been starstruck? Um, I wanna say no. Um not nobody that's completely starstruck in me. No, not yet. I hope to though. I hope to be starstruck in one day soon. <laughs> well you need to go down to Atlanta so you can just run into Luda at the McDonald's or something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Because he's very personable and he's out there, you know, when he's not doing anything, uh, he's out there. Snoop Dogg, you always run into at the airport. He's <laughs> <laughs> security. You know, he, he goes away a lot, but, like, that's the one place. You see, like, ten people following him. Oh, yeah, that's Snoop. <laughs> now, as a female in the business, um, do you... Do you ever experience anybody treating you any different, you know, like not taking you serious when it comes to your work? Because I know some female artists, and they've been through that, and they've had to work even harder. So what kind of experiences have you ever had that was, you know, because of your being a female? I mean, it is harder as a female because um, it's a male-dominated industry, and a lot of the men look at females as, you know, play things and they don't look at them seriously so coming out trying to be a serious artist and you know you end up having a bunch of male managers who say they want to manage you and at the end of the day they really just want to hook up with you you know what I mean so I mean that's definitely something that I've come across um, on my journey but I try not to let it deter me and just continue to do what I do make music and hopefully everything will work out I I know everything will work out oh I'm very uh, sure of that myself because of your positive attitude, you know, as long as you're positive and you exactly plan out your life and your and your journey, then exactly. you know nothing but the good can come your way. Now, if you if you don't plan, you just throw yourself and I'm just going with the wind. You know that doesn't work because the wind blows all over the place. So that's right. Yep. You got to follow that yellow brick road, just like a exactly. little dog. So yep. that's the way it is. Well, let me put on the the other track that I have of yours. This one I believe is called History. And um, when we come back, you can also tell me a little bit more about that. And I want to also invite anybody listening out there to feel free to give us a call, 347-237-5050. And uh, later on, we're going to give out our guest links so that you can visit her website, check out the music or bio or any other information you need so that you can stay tuned and updated with what she's doing. So let's go ahead and put on history.
you I'm on a mission And I see a vision On this path to greatness You know the talent glistens A champion awakens Striking with precision Like Ali in the ring Taking care of business Tonight, tonight The stars align bright The hard work pays off Sweat and tears combined In the studio Making all the music you like Taking over the game Like it's Kobe and Mike I give it my all I'm not scared to fall I get back up and then Train even harder My mind is set So I'm going even farther Connect with big kids quick like, like a boxer Following my destiny is what heaven pleads So I lead to MC The synergy to MCs Elevating the game Leave our footprints on the earth And to win the Hall of Fame day I mean, I love the unique quality of your work. It's really, really good and very different from what we are hearing on on the, the commercial radio stations these days. You know, I don't even listen anymore because everything sounds the same. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm tired of, I don't want to keep on, you know, I mean, I, I, I say strippers are good for whatever they do, but I, I don't want to, like, act like they're going to be teaching my kids or, you know, um, Handling my personal business now because they're all the songs are about strippers. So now right. it's the new woman, they're the new woman. So <laughs> yep. it's good yep. to hear some unique and, and and original quality music out there. And it's a shame that it has to be on the independent level all the time. You know, it should yeah. be a little different. It should be in the ears of everybody. So hopefully we can get you there. You know, yeah, we're in the process of changing that right now. I think the indie. Scene definitely has a lot more good music coming out of it right now than the major scene. And I mean, I, I work with uh, 
you know, I hear I hear different indie artists all the time, and there's some extreme talent out there right now that I can't wait until it becomes the next generation of the hip-hop industry, you know? Right. So now, what would you say would be um, the next step that you take in your journey? Um, something that, you know, would be advised to other up-and-coming artists um, that could be at the same level as you. I mean, my immediate next step is to work on this um, music video directed by Gabrielle Lindau, which I'm extremely excited about. Um, that's that's my immediate next step as far as my career is concerned. Uh, I'm fine-tuning a lot of the uh, tracks that are going to be on the Eclectic Method album right now, continuing to promote myself in, in various different ways. Uh, we're going to be hitting the show circuits very soon in New York City, uh, hopefully doing at least one show a weekend, which I'm very excited about. So that's pretty awesome. much what I'm working on right now. Awesome. And Gabrielle is a very, very good director, so you're in great hands. She is incredibly talented. Oh, yes, definitely. We'll have to have her back on the show again. You should definitely have her back. <laughs> well, it, it has been definitely a pleasure having you on the show. And, um, what I like to um, have you do now is share your links and uh, con- you know whatever information you want the fans to know about so that they can follow up with you. All right, um, my website is baybaymusic.com, which is b three b three music.com. From there, you can find every single link you're looking for: Facebook, Twitter, everything you're looking for. Uh, my partner Reap is reap2mc.com that's r-e-a-p-2-m-c.com so you can find more stuff about him and us as well on there so all of our links are on our website you go there comment you know contact me if you're interested in working on a song or if you're a producer um, definitely looking for some new beats cool now if you don't mind could you put together a nice drop for me and email it to me and then I can go put that on the show and then um, I'll also do uh, a little, you know, paragraph in the blog uh, about you and for the show tonight. Um, that way it'll get promoted throughout Blog Talk. And I'll send you, like, little updates on people who are listening to the show. Because what happens with Blog Talk is that <clears throat> since it is like a radio podcast type of thing, um, right. whoever doesn't actually get to listen to it live um, goes back in and, like, downloads it. So it's pretty much considered a listen too, and um, okay. my guests do really great on those particular type of things. So I'll keep you updated on the downloads of the show, and I'll also send the file over so you can post it anywhere you want, and that way you can have your first interview everywhere you want it. That sounds great. <laughs> well, Thank I wish you very you, much. Absolutely, I wish you all the luck and blessings in the world. And um, I want everybody to remember this young lady and follow up on her websites and links and um, make sure you support indie artists because without you fans out there, you know, where is the music industry going to go? It's just going to continue right. to stay corporate. And we don't want that. Our government's already corporate, so we don't want our music industry to be lost in corporations as well. So exactly. you want great quality music, you need to support an indie artist. Absolutely. So we're going to um, just, you know, kind of phase out with some music and until we get our next guest coming up, which is uh, Dwayne Hughes, otherwise known as Spider D. 
and he is part of the New Detroit Records, and he's going to be on talking about some projects that he has, and we're going to um, celebrate this indie artist. I mean, he's, he was a major artist before. He'll tell you about his history, um, but now he's independent, and he's a pioneer um, in the business. So we're going to be talking to him in a few minutes. So everybody say goodbye to our guest. Bebe, and we're going to listen to some great music. Bebe, you, you just have a great evening, girl, okay? You too. Bye, everybody. <laughs>
Ravinda, um, let me just give you a brief uh, overview of our next guest, Mr. Dwayne Hughes, a.k.a. Spider D. In late 1979, a 19-year-old former Eastern Michigan University student whose hopes for playing college basketball were done in by worn-out knees and subsequent bad grades, and he decided to pursue his other passion, which was music. He reached out to a college friend named Reuben Pierce, who was a drummer. Reuben gathered up his band members of the group Frosted. They went into a studio in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and created what is now a classic old-school rap song, Big Apple Rappin'. Now, Dwayne, also known as Spider, professionally known in the rap world as Spider D, with the aid of his college friend Tito Lewis, became the first rapper to establish and successfully launch his own label which is distributed by a company called Larchwood Music Company and and released the recording in 1980. The new 
New Detroit Records is comprised of artists and producers from all over the United States. The first release under the new deal will be an incredible compilation of independent artists and producers on the full-length CD entitled Heat Seekers. After an introduction to T.C. Tompkins of Tompkins Media Group by Billy Motley Wilson, who played the bass line on the original recording for New Detroit, a distribution deal was signed, whereby New Detroit will be distributed by Tompkins Media Group, who utilizes the MPI, I mean, I'm sorry, MRI, Sony, Red Distribution Network. Doris Hughes, which is Spider-D's mom, who invested her first $1,200 to start the label in 1980, recently passed away. God bless her. And Spider is dedicating a new label and distribution deal to her memory, which is so beautiful. He says, my mom sacrificed a lot in her life so I could live out my dream of being a musician. She'd be very proud for this new beginning and Tompkins Media Group. Says Spider. Wonderful. That's a beautiful story. Spider is joined by other people involving um, some very prestigious um, backgrounds in the industry, like Brian Orlo, who's the co owner, um, and some other people he's going to mention because we're going to get really deep into it. So let's see if we have him on the line because I'm not sure we have a caller calling from 770. Let's see who that is. Hello, you are listening to MZN Indie Radio, and may I have your name, please? Hey, Ravenna, this is Spider. Um, thank you for that wonderful introduction, and you absolutely nailed it 100%. Everything oh. that you said is 100% accurate, and, um, you know, I'm very humbled, um, one, to be on your show. Thank you. Oh, absolutely, Spider, and um, welcome to the show. Um, I believe this is your first time here, so feel free to be as open as you like because we really get in it since we got the freedom on the Internet. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker, so I'm going to bring it blunt and I'm going to bring it straight. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so that had to be a great experience, you know, um, doing the big things you did so early in your career. What made you want to just get serious about it? You know, because I know some people think of it as a hobby. What made you want to be serious? Well, you know, mainly um, I've always strived to, you know, be a standout in the crowd. And, you know, basketball is probably what brought that to my nature because um, I did things differently on the basketball court. Um, That was where I actually earned my nickname of Spider. And, um... So I just transferred um, that same energy and that same drive and those same uh, goal initiatives to the music business, which, um, you know, earlier in my life, before I really became known as a basketball player, I was a musician working with um, Davey DMX. Um, He wasn't Davey DMX at the time. He was David Reeves, Jr., Um, And we grew up together and went to school um, together in Queens Village, along with uh, Russell Simmons. Um, We all came from the same neighborhood, went to the same school. And um, Davey had a band. um, And Davey is like, you know, before he became a DJ, he was an incredible um, musician playing both uh, guitar as well as bass. In fact, Davey is now 
on the road touring with Public Enemy as their bass player. Um, so that's kind of my, my early roots in music. And, um, again, basketball, you know, was always my passion. And, you know, I just transferred that same passion over into the music business when I realized that, you know, I was not going to be the next Calvin Murphy at 5'9 and mm-hmm. make it into the NBA. Um, you know, that was a humbling reality. But, you know, out of everything negative, you have to find something positive. And my positive influence was my second love, and that, and that was to be a, a musician and um, in the recording industry. Wow. Well, it was great that you had, you know, such high um, desires and desires for your, for your, you know, your future path. Um, how did you get involved with the artists that you got involved with and then decided to, you know, start your own label? Well, um, you know, the original inception of Nutroit was back when I was a teenager and, um, you know, once I decided to do everything I do, I decide to do, I jump in head first. I did get that from my mother, and thank you for the kind words about her. Um, she influences me um, to this day. Um, she was always one that thought big and taught me to think big. And um, she said, oh, don't worry about, you know, how you're going to get there. Just start. And um, so that's the way I've done everything is I just dive in head first. So when I started Nutroit at 19, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Though I did research, I stayed in the record stores. Um, I befriended um, several people in the music industry. Um, And, you know, it, it just grew. I learned it was trial by error. And so now this new version of Nutroit, is um, after 32 years of trial by error, I've learned a lot from a lot of uh, influential people in the music business. Uh, Russell Simmons later on did become my manager. Um, I was one of uh, three artists on the early Rush Productions um, management um, situation, which was uh, Curtis Blow, which at the time was the king of rap, um, Jimmy Spicer, and myself, um, and, and I guess I should mention also Orange Crush, which featured um, the previously mentioned Davey D, Larry Smith, who went on to produce uh, several hits with uh, Houdini and Run DMC. And, um, you know, so that was my early roots. Um, after I went through several crash courses in the business, um, I was able to finagle a meeting with uh, Vaughn Mason, who at the time was a superstar with the Bounce Rock Skate Roll um, smash. And Vaughn kind of, you know, he kind of took to me because he saw my determination. Um, He didn't work with me uh, right away. He gave me a few pointers on production. Um, But he saw that I kept at it, and so eventually Vaughn reached out to me after he got off the road touring with the uh, Bounce Rock Skate Roll uh, sensation, um, they had a million-selling single, and the album, I think, was around two or 300,000 sold. And um, as they started to slow down, he reached back out to me um, and said, you know, come on over the house. You know, we got a little studio in the basement. 
I just bought a new drum machine, uh, which is the 808 Roland drum machine, which is like, you know, they don't make them anymore. But if you look on eBay, they go for like three, four thousand dollars. Um, that machine is still influencing sounds of today. Most of the stuff you hear today are using 808 sounds, although it may not be the 808 machine. So, um, you know, from there, everything kind of, you know, started moving on a fast track. Uh, Vaughn, um, once he let me loose in his basement, I was like a kid in a candy store, mm-hmm. and uh, I turned on the 808 drum machine. I had never seen anything like this before. And so I said, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to learn this machine. And in learning that machine, I created the drum beat um, with the hand claps, the kick hi-hat snare pattern that um, was recently used by uh, Dr. Dre in his production of uh, the games This Is How We Do, uh, featuring 50 Cent. Um, So that was like, you know, my humble beginnings and... um, you know, I owe a lot to Vaughn Mason because he he took the time and he didn't have to. Um, he was a superstar at the time, and I was some nobody kid off the street of, of of New York. And so I made up my mind at that time because of what he did for me that if I got into the position to help um, other artists that are trying to um, uh, ascend the ladder in this tough industry that, you know, I would do the same. I would reach out and, 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 and offer the same type of assistance and help and experience that Vaughn lent to me at the time of, uh, you know, my ascension. So that's kind of the, the whole concept with the Heat Seekers. Um, uh, most of these artists on here um, have been struggling to get noticed in the industry, and the industry is so crowded right now, and the majors have everything locked up. Um, to the point where a lot of the young up-and-coming artists are discouraged because they don't know who to go to, where to reach out to. If they send a demo to uh, most of the companies, those demos sit on the desk or go in the garbage or never even heard. And so most of the heat seekers of artists are people that fall into that vein. And, you know, I've been there and done that, so I understand their pain and their eagerness to keep moving forward um, despite setbacks. Um, Earlier in my career, I was turned down when I took my first demos around. And, um, you know, it's a tough thing. You you can be broken by it or you can be made stronger by it. And I decided to keep moving forward um, because even though I was turned down, I was always offered an encouraging word. Um, Shout-outs to my man, Mr. Magic. Um, who passed uh, a couple of years ago. Mr. Magic was like the godfather of hip-hop radio, and I took my first couple of demos to him, and he's like, eh, you know, usually Magic would dish you. You know, Magic was very blunt, and he'd be like, ah, oh, that's whack, get that out of here. But, you know, he didn't do that to me. He said, you know, this is okay, but it's not quite good enough yet. You know, keep working at it and come back to me. And so, you know, people like Mr. Magic, Russell Simmons, Larry Smith, um, at uh, uh, DJ Jellybean Benitez, who discovered Madonna, mm-hmm. um, Arthur Baker. These are some of the people that took a young kid under their wing and taught him um, the art of production and, you know, just the, the music business in general. So I'm now trying to um, 
transpose those lessons onto the heat seekers, artists, and producers um, who are all very talented. Each track that I chose, and I went through hundreds of tracks and spent many hours listening to music people had sent me, and the ones that I chose was based on not just the song itself, but the people involved with the songs. Um, and we know we have a couple of classic uh, artists on, on the album as well, including uh, Money B um, from Digital Underground, you know, who uh, helped get Tupac started along with Shock G. Um, the late, great MC Breed is featured on here posthumously. Um, we also have uh, David Ruffin Jr. is singing the hook on the song for his uh, uh, nephew, um, Ruff, which is uh, David Ruffin's grandson. So, you know, there's some big names on here, um, including Grady Thomas um, from the original Parliament. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and as well as my man Kid Creole from the Furious Five, who's also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, but... For the most part, um, Heat Seekers is new artists that were seeking that um, that that opportunity, like I was seeking um, 25, 30 years ago. And so, you know, in memory of uh, you know what my mom's helped me start, I wanted to keep that spirit alive and give other people a shot that um, you know haven't been able to really break through and get that shot. And so that's what became. Heat Seekers. It's 22 songs. Um, the last song on there is a cipher track of hardcore hip hop, and uh, you know a lot of the guys on there are from New York, and you know they're trying to get their break. It's the, the music industry is just, just so crowded right now. It's hard to get noticed when you have the Little Waynes of the world, the Drakes of the world, um, dominating the airwaves. Um, but what I remind all of the artists on the Heat Seekers is that. You know, this didn't come overnight for Lil Wayne. It didn't come overnight for Drake. Um, these individuals, um, let's not take nothing away from them. They're great artists, and they have um, paid their dues. Um, their story hasn't quite been told, and I've seen Lil Wayne's story. His story is incredible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, we all come from humble beginnings. You know, it's just a matter of believing in yourself and believing in God and keep moving um, one foot forward and if you get a setback, you know, life is full of setbacks. Nothing is going to be easy. And and that's what the Heat Seekers is. It's it's a compilation of people that have endured um, different setbacks in their career but are very talented in their own right um, and just needed a break. So I'm trying to provide that break. And um, T.C. Tompkins, um, T.C. Tompkins is the gentleman that marketed Michael Jackson's first solo album, Off the Wall. And he did a great job on that. So CBS, who is now Sony, you know, gave him the job for marketing the next album, which was Thriller, which is the biggest selling album of all time. Um, so I'm very humbled at um, um, TC's inclusion into this because, you know, he's obviously saw enough in what we were doing to take this on as a project. And, um you know, so in that in that regards, we have a chance now to break out some new artists, and uh, I'm very I'm I couldn't be more happy with the compilation. It came out great, and then we have my good friend and uh, longtime radio DJ legend um, 
Red Alert is hosting the album. And Red Alert used to be Sparky B's DJ. And, um, you know, back when Sparky B, who's also featured on the album. Um, so it's just a combination of old school veterans coming in to the aid and um, tutelage of young, new school, up and coming artists. And I'm very excited about the project. Oh, most definitely. I mean, that to me is wonderful for the fact that the old school artists, the veterans, the Hall of Famers, have that experience and were there when everybody first embraced hip hop. And that would be the perfect group of instructors for this new generation. And for that, you guys should be commended because. I mean, if it wasn't for you teaching them, I mean, where would they be learning the, you know, the, the basics, the true basics? They're going to learn it from somebody who didn't have anybody teach them anything, you know. They're going to make up the stuff when they're on their way, and it's just not going to be that successful because they're not. They're going to miss the whole point, you know. It's so much out there to learn from your past to make exactly. your future. And and and, you know, it, it's kind of a microcosm of society because. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't learn from the elders, um, my, my my people, my mother and my father, they grew up with Richard Pryor in Peoria, Illinois. So Richard Pryor is like one of my main influences. And although he may tell a joke, he's really telling real-life stories. Everything that he talked about in his um, act was basically based on his real life, and it was all... Um, based in pain. He took his pain and his growing up experiences and made people laugh about it, but at the same time he was teaching life lessons. And one of the things that I'll always remember that he said in one of his albums is, you know, you know how people always say old fool. And Richard Pry, you know, he every now and then he would pause and, and, and make a statement and he said, Let me tell you something. You don't get to be old being no fool <laughs> and and that is one of the things that has stuck with me um, throughout my life as I grew up. And, you know, I went through various changes. My life hasn't been roses, um, and I would never portray it to be that. Um, I've had my ups and downs um, growing up in Hollis, New York, you know, bouts with drugs and depression and, you know, all of the things that go on in the urban community. Um, I'm not immune to that and haven't been immune to it. But I was able to survive it, and um, I was able to strive for something better because I knew there was something better for me. And, you know, it doesn't matter what your goal is, whether you want to be a professional sports player, um, a musician, a singer. You know, set a goal, and you may not reach that particular goal, but there are always uh, sidelines. And that's one of the things that I'm going to start doing now It's like, you know, we all can't be Jay-Z, mm-hmm. you know, but um, there's other businesses uh, that spin off from being a rapper or a singer that you can get involved with, um, right. like, you know, being an engineer. Um, that was one of the things that I learned um, coming up in the businesses. I learned how to engineer um, on the mixing board, which is, you know, that's a very integral part, you know, because without the engineers... Um, the Little Waynes and all of these uh, stars that sell millions of records, if they don't have a good engineer, those records don't sell. So that's another side, like, you know, one of the things I'm trying to teach the um, younger 
um, generation is that, you know, don't get discouraged if, if your demo is not picked up or people don't think you're a great rapper or a great singer. There are other um, well-paying businesses that you can get involved with in the music industry to um, become a success, and success is success. It doesn't matter. Um, just as long as you keep striving towards that success, um, it may not be exactly what you wanted. Um, you know, for example, um, one of my running partners in New York uh, was a gentleman named Glenn Schick, a guitar player, and he used to play guitar for me on some of my tracks um, back in the days. Um, Glenn Schick now runs the number one mastering lab in the South. He masters records for luminaries such as Akon, Ludacris, um, Young Jeezy. Now, who knew? Who knew that you know this guitar player would end up having the number one mastering lab? He found he found a niche when he realized that you know he wasn't going to be Slash or one of the great guitarists. He found another niche, and he's a perfect example of. Um, you know, just keeping your eyes focused on being successful and, um, you know, success is success and you can be successful at a number of other things if it's not the main thing that you started out to attempt to be successful at. Absolutely. That's so, so true. Um, so let's talk about um, the artists that you have on this compilation. Um, you know, just briefly... Give your 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 opinion of of each one. Well, we just recently came back from the NBA All Star Weekend, um, where we did a because All Star Weekend also coincided with uh, Valentine's Week. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a promotion and a party in conjunction with the Legends of Basketball, which is uh, featuring NBA Hall of Famers like Dr. J and Walt Bellamy and um, Dominique Wilkins. Um, we did that. We wanted to come out and show the people that, you know, our artists are not just studio artists where, you know, a lot of mistakes can be fixed in the studio. They can't be fixed live. And so a lot of times people think, eh, you know, you know, this artist, they, you know, they, they sound good on this record, but are they real? And that was one of the things we wanted to show and prove in Los Angeles um, featured on that was um, young Perry Jones, who's only 13. She's the daughter of Orin Juice Jones, um, one of my stable mates at Rush Productions. Um, Orin had the huge hit record and video in the rain back in the days with Def Jam. Oh, yeah, that's my song. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like his kids are so talented. I mean, you know, he's got several kids, and Perry is one of them. Mookie Jones is also featured on the Heat Seekers album. That's his son. Mookie is 22, very talented rapper. And, um, you know, what we wanted to show, again, was that, you know, Perry Jones can sing. You know, it's not that she's coached in the studio or they do a million takes to get her vocals just right. She came out, and it had to be, in her time zone, it had to be like 2 o'clock in the morning, which is late. Mm-hmm. And I hear we're talking about a 13-year-old um, young lady, and she came out, and you would have thought she was 25 and that she was a veteran of the industry. Um, her performance, which is now um, featured on our site, um, was just incredible for a young lady um, at that hour of the morning to come out and command the microphone and stage the way she did. 
And to me, actually, she sang the song live with a little more soul than even that's on the record because she did riffs that were different that were on the record. And she could have played it cautious and safe and just sang the record just the way she did it in the studio. But no, she took chances. She 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 hit different notes. She played with the notes um, a little differently than she did, and that's risk taking. And for a thirteen year old girl to decide to take risks um, live, where she can't change a mistake, if she makes a mistake, everybody's going to see it. Everybody's going to hear it. Um, that was just incredible to me. That was. And I've been in this business for a long time now, 32, going on 33 years now. That was one of the most incredible um, performances that I saw based on the circumstances, based on her age. Um, So, you know, she's one of the featured artists on the album. Um, uh, Also, um, one of the last groups we added to the album was a group called Casual, um, who's here in Atlanta, and a friend of mine had told me about them, said, you got to see these guys. It's like, you know, they're incredible. They just need a break. So I went up to see them, and um, they were singing Christmas songs. And, you know, then they went into a song that was a cappella. It was a Christmas song. And I was like, yo, these guys are like, you know, they remind me of boys to men. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a CD, and I went home, and I listened to the CD, and the last song on the CD was a song called I'm a G. And they were talking about or singing about heartbreak of a girl that had left. And, you know, but they didn't want to let it get them down um, because they're a G. You know, they're supposed to be mm-hmm. hard. And <laughs> these guys are incredible on the record, but their performance live was just, it was otherworldly. Because they put, again, soul. They put so much soul into that performance. I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away. And, you know, that that site, I'm still editing footage from um, the live L.A. performances. Um, We still have Money B's performance. Um, Money B now performs as MASK, which stands for uh, Money B and Scott Knox. Um, Of course, Money B... You know, featured on a great Tupac hit, I Get Around, and um, with Digital Underground and Shock G and all of the hits that they had. Money B is a, is probably, to me, one of the most underrated rappers of all time because he stood in the shadow of the great Tupac Shakur. Um, featured on that, doing the hook lines, is uh, Neo. So Neo um, is, is a great R&B, Neo soul singer, put his touch on that track and then Money B and Scott Knox did their thing as rappers um, these are you know the album is just incredible those are just some of the featured artists and I'm talking about them now because um, of their recent performance um, we also have a group called um, <clears throat> I'm sorry excuse me throat's getting a little dry I'm, I think I'm over talking here <laughs> we, we have a group called Martin Parks that um you know, they, they derive their name from civil rights activists, Dr. Martin Luther King and Miss Rosa Parks. And I thought that was interesting. That grabbed my attention right away. Yeah. Um, but they sing and rap incredibly well together. Um, they have an album ready to go. 
um, they remind me of a a, a two a duo uh, that that reminds me of um, uh, what's these people? Um, they're right from here, from Atlanta. They had they won a Grammy. Uh, God, I can't think of that name right now. They, to make a long story short, their style is avant-garde. They're different. And they dare to be different. They're not trying to sound like anybody else out there. Their style, um, you know, the rapper, he's got an afro that's somewhat nappy um, on the cover of their album. They're walking barefoot across the street. Um, they're just really different. Um, you know, there's just so many different. And then we have Holy Hip Hop on the album as well. Um, we have a gentleman by the name of Blacklight, who raps very hardcore, or you would think he doesn't curse, but when you finally cut through his hardcore style, you understand that he's talking about Jesus and being saved, but you'd never notice it by the track and by how hard he comes. Um, so, you know, we just got a, we got an eclectic collection of artists, and I'm very pleased with all of them um, it's a very ambitious project because, you know, people were telling me, ah, oh, you can't mix all these different styles of music on one album. You know, people that want to buy holy hip-hop, they, they're going to get turned off by the cursing on the hardcore hip-hop. The R&B singers won't get noticed because the hip-hop will drown them out. And, you know, I heard all of those different um, critiques of the album, but I remained undaunted. The whole point of Heat Seekers is to get talented people noticed and to get them out there and to get that spark going in their careers um, like I had the spark um, in my career from Vaughn Mason. Absolutely. I mean, you would know from your own experience what is necessary to get them where they need to be, of course. Yes, and, and you know, the being distributed through the Sony um Sony Red Music, um, Sony Red uh, has jumped people out like Fat Joe. You know, a lot of people may not realize because Fat Joe ended up with RCA, um, but he started with a little label distributed through Sony Red, similar to our situation. And, you know, if I could bring one Fat Joe off of this album, then I will have done my job. Um, in my estimation, we got several fat Joes, and <laughs> the world, the world will get to see that. And, and, and I, you know, at the at the end of the day, it's all about the music. And all I'm asking people to do is listen to the music, decide for yourself. You know, I'm That's not right. gonna keep telling you how great they are, how great mm -hmm. I think they are. Um, I'm not gonna buy a million of their albums, but we want a million people to understand that there's more out there. And in the music industry than what you hear on the radio and that's kind of what we're trying to do here absolutely and I think what you're doing is a wonderful thing I wish more people would step in and do that because we have a lot more talent uh, of these independent artists that still need to be recognized and, and exposed you know for their talents and it's just not a whole lot of people that are caring enough to do that so I appreciate you you know bringing this project forward so that we can hear some great music. Now, what I like to do right now is play uh, three songs off that compilation. And what I would like to do is just, just let it play back-to-back. -back. 
I'll give you some time to drink some water, <laughs> refresh your voice, and then we'll be right back um, with Spider D now. Um, I'm going to play a song called I'm a G-Bot Casual, and I actually had a chance to see a video of them. And they are marvelous. They're like what we need in the next voice to men type of, you know, entertainment. Absolutely. Talented, um, talented gentlemen. And, you know, even more importantly, what I learned being with them in Los Angeles is that these gentlemen are very great people, and that means a lot. And and so I'm going to work just that much more harder to make sure that people understand that these gentlemen are very talented and just listen to them and let your ears be the judge. Right, because they're like the second group that's independent that I've heard that I will put at the same level of, of boys and men and a couple of the other old-school groups that were really Harmonic. Um, there's another group that's out of um, uh, New Jersey called Jaton. Um, they're Hispanic, but they sing R&B. Um, really good harmony. Are they signed? No, they're not signed. I actually send music oh, over. Oh, send them my way. You would We're love doing them. Heat Seekers Volume Two as we speak. Oh well, I think that they would like that because I'm actually going to do a feature. On this show, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but um, we're doing a show. We're going to feature a lot of independent artists. But let me put this music on so we do have the time to listen to it. When we come back, I want you to, you know, tell everybody where they can um, get this CD and what's, you know, next as far as performances so people can see them live because it's nothing to me like a live performance. Thank you. As we're doing it real smooth, real easy. I can't get her off 
Money being Scott Knox, M-A-S-K. 
you're sorry and you want to work it out. Then she said to me, I know sometimes you can't stand me. this 
Um, I'm very humble that the artists are are as equally as humble about their inclusion into um, this whole project and any attention that they get. They don't beat their chest or talk about, yeah, you know, I'm on blog talk radio, I'm on the Ravinda show. They, you know, they're just very humble that anybody is listening and they hope that they reach out to their audience with their artistry. And um, those songs are just a part of, again, a 22-song album. And um, to me, every song on the album could be in the top ten um, on the charts if people just take the time to listen. That's so true. You know, but... Um on when you go with commercial radio it's like they're they're limited in the amount of of people that we're gonna hear. Um and that's usually based on the financial aspect of it. So that's why we have internet radio because you can hear people everywhere. You just have to pick the right station to put your music on. You don't you don't have to put it on any old station because all of them are not promoting as well. But there are some, you know, like ours and, and a few other our, our colleagues that really do, you know, promote artists. So and, those and, are and that's so true. And, and what you know, again, as, when I say I'm humble, I'm not just saying that as a cliche. Um, I'm very aware of your capabilities um, in promoting new artists and, and what you do here at the show. And there needs to be a um, hundred thousand more Ravindas. Um, in the world, and we are looking forward to working closely with you on this project. Um, you know, I can tell everybody here, I can tell your your listening audience that you are true blue and 100% real, and that realness is what's needed um, in the world, not just in the entertainment industry, but in general. When people are real, you can sense it, you can feel it, and you gravitate towards it. And I think what you're doing um, is going to be an inspiration, and I'm hoping that your listening audience, if there's any aspiring singers, rappers, or um, producers out there in the audience, that you know this is a perfect example, um, this particular project, and, and the fact that we're talking about this project on your station um, means don't give up because there are people out here that do care that you're taking the time to um, hone your craft and become the best artist that you can be. And your voice may not be being heard in the sense, you know, let me break this down to all of the listening audience. Understand one thing about life in general. There's only 24 hours in a day, and on the radio station, those 24 hours are less than that because they get taken up by public service announcements, commercials. So radio doesn't work where they're going to play a different song every five minutes. Mm -hmm. The way it's based is that they're going to play what's hot and what's made hot. And a lot of times what's made hot is depending upon how much money is being spent on pushing these particular songs. It didn't used to be that way, but that is the way it is now. But there are alternatives, and this show is one of those examples. Um, One of the things that we're going to be trying to kind of pioneer 
is using the cell phone as a radio because everybody has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know, people will let their lights go off before they let their cell phone go off. <laughs> and so we're going to take advantage of that and reach out to people on their cell phone. We're working right now to create apps um, where you can get our music um, to listen to for free and where you will have the option to download it. Um, and we're going to, it's not just for our label. What we're trying to do now is we're going to establish where independent artists can come to our portal on the mobile web and um, upload their songs. So even if they're not a part of uh, the Nutroit Music Group or Nutroit Records, um, we're going to still give them a shot in keeping in line with the whole Heat Seekers concept. We're going to get people that we don't even have signed to us that shot to get their music heard um, via uh, whether it's Internet radio um, shows such as yours or um, mobile downloads or uh, or mobile radio show, as it were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that, you know, off off the scene um, because I, I think that you um, – you understand that concept, oh, yeah. and you will be a viable force in helping us um, achieve that goal. So um, for the listeners out there, um, you've got, you know, a, a home demo that you made on your, you know, your handheld uh, tape recorder or whatever it is. Um, we don't judge by the quality of the music. We judge by the effort and if you make the effort we'll make the effort to try to get you heard and then at that point then the public has to speak if the public likes what you are doing then you will get there eventually it may not happen overnight but when it does happen you'll feel like it's overnight because you'll be you know all over the radio and it can be very exciting so i just want to keep everybody encouraged out there that's um trying to live their dream it's only a dream if you don't put it into action it right. becomes reality when you put it into action so it's not a dream that's right that's right well i appreciate you you know doing what you do and making the effort especially helping these young artists and anything that i can help you with you know i'd be happy to do so any kind of promotion or you know we got a lot of events coming up we'd be happy to put them on stage and do whatever we got to do because it's important to me to work with other people who are, you know, taking this as serious as I am, you know. It's and, important. And, and, that, and that's, the, that's the point that I was just making is you're real with yours, and um, we look forward to working with you and helping some of these artists get known. And let me just say this one more thing. Mm-hmm. When you do make it, you young artists and producers out there, don't let it go to your head. You know, <laughs> you you got to understand you made it because of some other people's efforts. So it's not just about you. It's about your mother, your father, your cousin, whoever helped you, Ravinda, myself. There are people working behind the scenes, and um, don't forget them. One of the, this is my this is my f- most favorite quote, and the quote is from myself. It's never forget where you come from, and be proud of where you're going. And if you keep that in mind, um, 
and you stay humble and true to yourself and true to your family and true to God, um, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. I have to co-sign on that. <laughs> you don't have God on your side. Where do you think you're going to go? <laughs> That's true. Well, we have like two minutes left in our show, so please share the link um, that people can go to to get access to this music. Um, www. Newtroit. That's like New York, Detroit. N e w t r o i t records. dot com. www. Newtroitrecords. dot com. Go to our site. Um, we're going to be adding some very uh, interactive things where the 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 fans can interact with the artists. Um, we're going to be adding the mobile piece to it where. You can directly uh, talk to the artists, um, get the artists' opinions about your music. Um, we're going to be very interactive and very um, socially oriented to the people that are helping support what we're doing, and we're going to, in turn, support what you're trying to get done. Um, and again, it's not a dream if you put it into action. Um, www.neutroitrecords.com. And we really appreciate this opportunity to um, be on this program. And thank you, Ravinda, um, from all of us in the Detroit Music Group family. And look out for Donut, aka Bobby Seals, who has the first track on the album. It's called um, uh, "Don't Worry About It." And Donut, to me. Is the best rapper alive, and I I say that with all you know respect to Biggie on the anniversary of his passing. Um, this kid is incredible. He's Biggie and Dre rolled up into one because he produces Dre like beats while rapping like Biggie. Um, to me, he's the best one out there. People just don't know about him, but you know about him now. So go check him out at www.neutroitrecords.com. Wonderful. Well, that's all the time we have for our show. And folks, um, remember that you can always download this episode anytime you like going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash MZN Indie Radio. And uh, please. Rate the show. Um, I think people are just not rating it for because they don't know where to find it. But look on the main page. You will see it there. Um, thanks, everybody. We're going to have another show on Friday where we're going to bring Casual on and talk to them a little bit more. That's the group that um, we listened to today. So thank you so much, Spider. You will be talking with me in the future. Thank you, Ravindo. Have a good night. You too. <laughs>